if for those who are watching and listening, this is not a show here to come on saying, oh, this, they're competitors. No, we are big believers in mentorship. We are big believers in people investing in yourself. As long mm -hmm. as you're doing it, I don't give a shit if you go and take an Amway course on how to learn how to sell yourself. Do it. Yeah. Do as long as you're investing in your brain and your knowledge, exactly. that's it. Viewers, this has been amazing so far. We're going to drop snippets of this. So you guys are going to see this. We just got right into this. I got an amazing guest, Mansoor Saeed, who's actually crushing it. He's out there in the Ottawa area. We're going to talk about real estate, mindset, cultural barriers. Uh, we've been talking about this for a long time to get him on here. I was blessed to be a guest on his show. Um, so in power of reciprocation, I want to share Mansoor Saeed's story with all of you because um, it's a fascinating story. So Thanks for the intro, bro. But um, where did we leave off? Yeah. Or let's dive into, you want to dive into some real estate chats? Let's go, man. Let, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about black card. Yeah, absolutely, man. Go for it. So why, why black card? That's the key thing. Why did you go black? Yeah, card? this is uh, I think this is going to be a great kind of segment we can talk about. Sure. So this is the thing, right? Um, pretty much my whole life has been business and real estate. My father came to Canada well, a while ago, like maybe 40 years back, he okay. had the classic immigrant story, one cup, one plate, uh, worked like three, four jobs. And yeah. then he started doing convenience store business. Um, and eventually the guy who owned the store was getting old and he said, oh, I want to get out of this business. So he bought the store. Then that was his business. Mm. Then some opportunity came up where the building where the store was came for sale. So he was able to get that building's first property, VTB, no money down. And he was the guy running the business. Right. So that was his first taste of kind of real estate, right? Sure. He went on to kind of go and amass a, a sizable portfolio, commercial real estate, mostly all commercial is what we do, right? And then eventually we got into the hotel space. So for me, I've kind of always been exposed to real estate this side, or at least the commercial side, right? Right. So I got to the point where like people would ask me about stuff in residential or like, well, why don't you flip houses? And I'm like, okay, well, I, I realistically could flip a house. Like it can't be that much harder than flipping a building, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then that's kind of where I went down the rabbit hole, started kind of looking into more information right mm -hmm. and this is where a lot of people were kind of like well isn't that a waste of money like you have like a real estate mentor as your father why are you going out and spending more money on real estate uh and so like my answer to that is like my father stumbled into real estate he didn't know from day one this is what he was mm -hmm. going to do for me i've known since day one this is what i'm going to do right mm -hmm. so i'm trying to amass as many skills as possible within this realm Mm -hmm. outside of that, it comes back to what you're saying, right? Who you know and who knows you, right? So Stefan, he was a phenomenal guy, super, super sharp. Uh, so a lot of the conversations that I had with him, I wouldn't have been able to have with a lot of other people, right? Because sure. he's just like at a different level. Yeah. So that was one aspect of it. The other aspect obviously was the information. I just wanted to see like, what are they teaching? Is this good information? Is bad information? Is this relevant, Right. And I picked up a bunch of cool little tricks that I can kind of use in other aspects of my life, right? right. Uh, the third aspect is proximity to power, right? Now, if I'm seen with Stefan, that gives me more credibility in the residential space, right? Mm -hmm. um, and 
that was kind of my whole reasoning about going to black card since then though um i partnered with them so i'm not one of the partners i bought a license i'm going to be looking to set up maybe like an ottawa chapter at some point and then kind of go off that you know um so i could have gone and started out my own course and this kind of stuff but like i don't want to go and now make a course about this whereas like i know this guy he like crushed it this was his niche in real estate and this is all the information i know people using the systems and doing it right so it's like if i'm gonna show you from the beginning like the level of information i have like it's not good for beginners like you can't just come in and do a hotel deal like maybe you can but for most people like it's overwhelming right oh for sure so like i don't i didn't have the experience to really coach people on how to flip a house Right. So in that scenario, it's like, look, you want to go that route, go this way. Once you've done like 10 house flips and now you want to go do an apartment deal or you want to do a deal syndication, you want to set up an investment fund. Now let's talk. Now I can help you get to the next level, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's cool. You know, and cause I mean, and I, I love that cause that card, I mean, I know Rasna really well. I mean, mm. he's just one of the most beautiful women that I've got to know, uh, just inside and out, just, uh, just an absolute, absolute, uh, human being yeah she's uh, a gem of a person oh absolutely you, you, you there's not no one like Russ now that's for sure mm-hmm. uh and you know and even with black card i mean you know um two weeks before stefan's uh, passing i i've saved one of his text messages to me um i know Corey mckinnon i mean sean allen mm-hmm. i mean i can go on and on and well on. yeah so that's the other aspect of black card right the community and like the people this guy brought together yeah. It's top notch. Like these are all the big players across the country. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and now you can just, you're connected with them just to call right. away, you know? And, and the same thing for me, like I'm part of the council, uh, which hmm. is another mastermind. And, you know, and, and this is, for those who are watching, listening, this is not a, a show here to come on saying, Oh, this, the competitors. No, we are, we are big believers in mentorship. We are big believers in people investing in yourself. As long mm-hmm. as you're doing it, I, I don't give a shit if you go and take an Amway course on how to learn how to sell yourself. Do it. Yeah. Do as long as you're investing in your brain and your knowledge. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And in, in, in the group I'm in, I mean, I'm blessed with the mentors I have. Like, I mean, I know Corey very personally, even mm-hmm. to my past. Um, and then, of course, I got Ben Roshan. I got Matt McKeever. Um, mm. I'm part of Impact Theory University. So there's Tom Bailu. Mm. There's different mentors that I have, but I continue mm-hmm. to invest in myself. In fact, there's so, so why is that though? Why like, so you're we... taking like different, different, different things, right? From different people. Yeah. Fantastic question, man. Hey, it's my podcast. I'm supposed to be asking questions. Um, but uh, the, um, so why it's a conversation, it's a conversation. Absolutely. So why do I have multiple? Well, I've actually made a pledge that I'm going to put $1 million into my brain. Okay. In terms of mentorship. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to get in rooms. I'm getting into rooms. Um, my, my, my colleague and myself are actually looking later this year of spending a hundred thousand dollars and to get into some rooms. Um, and w- the question is why I am a high performance individual. I'm a high performance individual, just like a high performance hockey player, basketball player. You got Muhammad Ali right here, high performance. Mm-hmm. When you're a high performance individual and you recognize you are there's, you just don't have one coach. You need to have multiple coaches because they bring something different to the game. For example, um, uh, all-star hockey player, for example, let's look at uh, Connor McDavid, for example. He has a head coach, but then he also has a skating coach. He has a nutritionist. He has a psychologist. He has his own massage therapist. He has a counselor. 
I mean, why does he, why does he have all that? Because he's investing in himself, investing himself. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's also about time? Oh, absolutely. And that's the next thing, actually. So the one thing is you want to tap in your, but how do you do that? It's getting a return on time. It's getting return. How many times? Okay. Here, here, here's, this is a great segue to what is your return on time? Yeah, I can go cut my grass. It's going to take me three hours to cut my grass. I could hire someone. It's going to cost them $50 to do mm-hmm. in those three hours. I could do one real estate deal and make a hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. It's return on time. So when I get into a room like that, I'm it's, I'm sorry, it's not return on time. It's compression of time. Mm. We were yes. talking, we were talking before about the, like the, my three passions is making money. Yeah for freedom. So what I do in a day is, and I, I was on another podcast and I said, it's like those, uh, it's like a toothpaste um, tube. Okay. And you know, you're almost at the end. You're like freaking squeezing every last yeah, drop yeah. of it. That's how I know I've had the most awesome freaking day is I'm squeezing every, mm. every piece of toothpaste out of that tube, out of my day, out of every second of my day, because it's of true intentionality. I value time so much. I set things on the 15 minute lines. Right. I put mm. on the 15 minutes. Um, so this doesn't keep you up all night though. Like thinking like, Oh, I have this to do. I have this to do. I got to keep going. No, because I have great question. So I actually have my bookends. Okay. I have my bookends. What do you mean by bookends? And that was some bookends that was actually brought to me by a guest I had on a podcast name was Evan Stewart. So routines, routines, routines. So my morning routine starts the night before. Okay. And I, I, I actually did another video on this, which was a lot of people's turbulence in their day is a result of improper planning for, for that journey on that day. So a lot of people that complain about bad flight experiences, they talk about turbulence and it usually a turbulence happens usually on takeoff or landing. So my takeoff and landing have to be so controlled and so intentional that during the mid flight of my day, it's so smooth. Mm. So my morning routine, I wake up every day at 4.45 in the morning. It's precision what I do, right? So I have to have a big glass of water, maybe two. I'm taking my, all my vitamins. Uh, I'm uh, my gratitude journal, my affirmations. I'm reading. I'm hitting the gym. Come back, have another coffee. I'm meditating. Sorry, I didn't say that. I'm looking. So I'm looking and then I start my day. So it's, it's gone from a complete the soul is coldly awake. The brain is awake, but I haven't touched my cell phone yet until all those things are taken care of. So it's not like you're just waking up and abruptly starting your day. Oh man. Cause you know what? Um, it's like the cell phone is a, a weapon of mass destruction. The cell phone, <laughs> smartphone, social media is a weapon of mass destruction. There's, uh, if you look at it, I agree. your brain is like in sleep mode. It's doing its thing through subconscious mind and getting ready. Right. Because the night before, what I do is what I just said in my morning routine is I do the polar opposite the night before. So my landing, the very, very last thing I'm doing is I'm writing in my journal because it's the last thing that's going in my head part of my gratitude. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a lazy mofo, man. Like if when I was in, in the best shape of my life, mm-hmm. I was told the more lean muscle mass you put on, it burned mm-hmm. your metabolism goes up by 10%. I'm like, wait a second. If all I have to do is increase my, my, my uh muscle my mass. muscle mass by 100% like whatever it was by like mm. let's just say 1 pound so you're, um, that's you know 10% so let's just say if i put on 10 pounds of lean muscle mass 
my yeah. metabolism could double. I'm like, so that means I'm sleeping. It's going to burn fat. I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I better get to work, start lifting weights. Right. Put on that muscle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The same thing here is I'm lazy in that when I do these things, I want my brain to do the work for me. So when I wake mm -hmm. up, so power of the subconscious mind, right? Uh, okay. Think and grow rich, all these things. So I do this and then the cell phone. And the reason I call it a weapon of mass destruction is because when you turn it on, your brain has been in this, in this theta or whatever zone you flash this it's like taking a fire hydrant taking it off and you just need a sip of water and splash and you're basically going to be waterboarded okay right that's a good analogy my cell phone's not even plugged into my bedroom at night really so what yeah. if you get an emergency at like midnight or like 2 a.m if it's it a is tenant, what it is if it's a tenant what am i going to do everything's closed True. anyways True. True. You know? Yeah. So I, I, I need to park it. I mm. need to park it. Right. Um, and my, and, and on top of that, my phone's put on silence in the other room. Mm. I have to start doing this. And you know, uh, um, it was a uh, Corey McKinnon that actually shared this with me is Joe Rogan does not mm. allow cell phones in his house, in his house, in his house, really because of the energy around it. Uh, and basically when kids, the, his kids come home with cell phones, yeah. You actually have to put them in a, in a, in a basket of some sort outside. There's huh. a whole, I don't know much about it, so yeah. I can't really comment on it, that's but it, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. But, so that's, that's how I want that smooth day going mm. so that when we tackle the real, um, cause let me to get into the real estate stuff, dealing with all the things I'm going to be a lot more calmer and, and, and more collected. Mm. but there's so many hacks during a day that we got to be doing. Like right now I'm, I, I bought myself a standing desk okay. and it is phenomenal, phenomenal because I found, and there was actually uh, an episode I watched. I think it was with Dr. John DeMartini from the secret, who's also a guest on my podcast. He, there was something about creativity happens when you're moving. Okay. Cause you're right. Your right side of the brain is talking to your left side of the brain. When you're seated, it's not happening. So I let, and I was talking to someone about this and they said, it makes sense. All your years of, of, of high ticket sales, I think I'm up to like $86 million in high ticket sales. They can remember me closing deals and I'd actually have to stand up in the restaurant and be on the phone and I'd be walking around the table, but I didn't realize mm. I was doing it, but I was closing mm. deals. True. Actually, now that you say that, that's so true. A lot of the times I'm having big discussions on the phone. I'm literally just walking around like, here, there, I don't even know where I'm going and I'm just walking around. Yep. Shit. It, it, it's, it's crazy. So now what I've done, if someone says, hey, I, I, we, we have to go through something, that something's happened, mm -hmm. I'll tell them I'm hopping on a treadmill and I'm, okay. I'm just doing a walk. Yeah. But it's getting the juices going and the ideas, the solutions are just coming. It takes away sitting in a stagnant spot and worrying about the worst case scenario mm. and just saying, hey, let's find a solution here and how do we do it? Focusing more on the solutions. Yeah. Yeah. I had someone call me today and they were saying all these problems. I'm like, okay, let's forget about the problems. Let's talk about solutions. Mm. I can't well, let me ask you this, right? Since you are the mindset guy, what, how do you deal with these kind of people? Like if you just get like somebody who just wants to be negative all day, every day, or like, it's just always complaining, right? Like, what do you do about that? Like, and especially like, let's say that person like 
is a close friend of yours, like somebody you grew up with. And now like over time, you've kind of become positive and they've become more negative, you know? Yeah. Question is, is, is your purpose in life to be held back by someone else or is it, you have to be selfish, right? I've, I've cut a lot of people mm. out of my life. Um, I haven't, I haven't said, I was never speaking to you again, mm. but I'm very intentional in my level of conversation with them. Mm. And people in my circle know if they start complaining about stuff, yeah, I stop talking. I, mm. I zone them out. So you don't think there's any way to kind of bring them over to our side? There is. There is. Mm -hmm. For those that, okay, so that individual is going to want it. But by you telling them to do it is like telling an mm. alcoholic they got a drinking problem. What you need to do is show them what you're doing. It's all about the actions. Mm. It's all about the actions. Um, then people will migrate themselves when they're ready. When they're ready. That, I think that's the kicker, when they're ready. And, and sometimes people are ready, man. Mm. Sometimes people are ready. Sometimes these mofos are on the tip. It's like Tweety Bird. It's like their cage is like the bars are so wide. And Tweety Bird can just simply jump on and take off. But the freaking bird just stays there the whole time. It's like, you know what I mean? Like all it needs is a kick out. Most of the time that freaking cage is wide open. But people, mm. they don't want to look. They, people, a lot of people, what they do is they listen to what they want to hear and they look for what they want to see. Yes. Yes. 100%. Right? And so that's, so, and I was guilty of that. Mm -hmm. I was a dead man walking for like 40 years, man. Dead man walking because I wanted to be loved. I want my ego was too fucking big. So I needed to be in an agreement with people or I had to make sure they were in agreement with me. So those are the rooms I migrated to. Mm. Where the fuck did it take me? I spent a night behind bars, right? Where did it take me? Uh, you know, over $200,000 of legal bills on a, on a nasty divorce, still ongoing. All that fucking bullshit for what, for what? So do you agree with the sentiment then no good deed goes unpunished? No, it depends, man. <laughs> okay. It depends, right? I mean, that's the thing. Like you have to look at any deed. Is it, you have to say, is it again, the intentionality of that deed? Right. What's the intention? It's I think intention is key. Yeah. And that's kind of why, like, I think these days I'm getting more and more to my roots. Right. So like in Pakistani culture, well, actually like in Muslim culture, even like in the religion, right? Like yeah. your intention is more important than the actual like deed or action itself, yeah. right? Like if you think something bad that you're going to do to somebody, it's said that now you have three chances to like, before you do it, right? You're going to think about it and then you're not going to do it and then nothing happens, right? Sure. Whereas like, if you just think something good, you're automatically getting the reward for it, even if you didn't even do it, just because your intention was good, Sure. right? Yeah, for sure. And through this journey, I've come to realize too, is like, I mean, I came from a family that's ultra religious and so forth, um, is the difference between spirituality and religion. And one of my, uh, mentioned his name is Sahas. He mentioned it's one preaches, one teaches. Mm. I believe one, one has an opinion of the other, not the other way around. Um, and and there was actually, it's, it's, it's actually very fitting that we're talking about this because I just saw a meme, I think, and it was, he had a, a fishbowl mm -hmm. and the goldfish was inside the fishbowl and it said, that is religion. And the fish swimming outside the fishbowl in the great ocean 
Mm-hmm. What's spirituality? <laughs> yes. Yes. So you have the glass bowl that they can see everything. Yeah. They can't go there. Yeah. Because they're trapped by their cultural kind of they're boundaries. Trapped by the constraints yeah. of the forefathers, for opinions of what mm-hmm. whatever that is. And that's a whole other subject. I don't want to, like, I'm not a big yeah, yeah. religion, but I'm, I'm a, but I love talking about spirituality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not religious by any means. Like, I don't really fast. I don't pray. Like, yeah. Uh, I do other things I shouldn't be doing, but sure. uh, when we're talking in terms of like spirituality, yeah, I agree. I'm very, I, I would say I'm a spiritual person. I'm, I feel like I'm in tune with my soul and like the larger kind of act, like the universal right. truth, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for um, sure. So, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I think that's important. That was one of the other things Stefan was very big of too, right? Like preaching about religion and this kind of stuff. Well, I mean, his big thing was also spirituality. and you, you, Yeah, you know, so that's kind of what I meant. Yeah, and look at and even Stefan's case, right? Like, I mean, when he went through, he was fighting for his life and did these things. I mean, he, he went and chased spiritualism. He went to go chase, like he went on these water fasts to really, mm. really dialed into himself. And it's, it's quite fascinating. And even, even for yourself, like with like the turmoil and the bullshit that you went through recently with, I mean, mm-hmm. um, and we don't, we're not going to get through the details unless you're not, unless you're comfortable talking about some of them, but it takes mindset. It takes mindset to rise from the ash and saying, fuck this motherfucker. Let's go. True. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like as much as like, I've had a pretty good life. I've also had my fair share of like, right bad hands that i've been dealt right like my right. parents have gone through a massive separation slash divorce and it's been going on since what like 2016 right yeah. uh and like i kind of had to step up and kind of put everything back together and make sure my younger siblings are fine yeah. uh, and then outside of that just like the family dynamic when like you're working in a family business right uh, you, you can't really escape. And then when you get your uncles trying to get involved in the business, like there's a sure. lot of different, different things that cause like multiple different issues. Right. So yeah, I, that's kind of one of the main reasons why though, like I'm always kind of looking at like different information or looking for new information, right. To kind mm-hmm. of figure out like how to navigate and then build up my own mental fortitude really. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that's, remember we were talking about people who want to hear what they want to hear and they only want to see what mm-hmm. they want to see. Same thing goes like, that's like, we made a, a decision in this house last year in March um, to cancel cable because there was so much negativity about uh, COVID, the mm-hmm. conspiracy theorists were out. Um, I, someone tells me something's happening in the news. I have no freaking clue what's happening in the world. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? Like I'm a massive, massive hockey fan played hockey, all the other stuff. And my team being born and raised in Edmonton, I knew everything about that team. I have no idea what's happening with NHL. I couldn't even tell you. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Cause your priorities um, have shifted, right? My priorities have shifted. Um, and the other thing, and how do I say this very politely to those going to be listening? So they don't think I'm more of an asshole than I am already. Um, I've tackled boredom. Mm. I've tackled boredom. Time is mean? so valuable to me that every drop of that toothpaste has meaning to me. And mm-hmm. I found when I was bored is when the anxiety kicked in. When I was bored is when the bad eating happened. When I was bored is when I would drink when I probably shouldn't be drinking. Mm-hmm. It was boredom because I was not intentional with my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, man, you hit it right on the head. Literally, anytime I've like something fucked up in my life is generally because I did something stupid because I was bored. Well, that yeah, for sure. And you know, and, and I face this battle with family that will say, "Why do you have to always be busy?" Well, it's because I know if I'm bored, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Mm. Well, can't yeah. you just not do anything? No. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that how people can just sit and not do anything. Like I tried that when COVID started, like I was just like locked in my room for a couple months, like doing yeah. the whole video game thing. And then I don't like, it got to a point where I was like, I, I just felt like sick. Like I wasn't doing anything. I just didn't feel like a person, you know, it's like, yeah. you just feel like a little potato or like a slime ball or something. Right. You know? Right. And, and so that's why like, um, actually Sean Allen and Jen, they actually had me on uh, one of the Onria events. I think it was in December or January. I can't remember now. I was talking about 2020. Mm. And I say 2020 for a lot of people, which is um, it's COVID. Either COVID made you its bitch or you made COVID it your bitch. Mm. Okay. So I took yeah. COVID and I butt, butt fucked the shit out of COVID. I mean, I mm. lost a shit ton of weight. I read over uh, 55 books start, you know, got my podcast going, got the YouTube channel, got a media team going. Mm. Like I, that was a choice I made because mm. if I was on the other side of staying bored and waiting for the great answers to come, I probably would be 40 or 50 pounds more overweight, hated myself even more, probably mm. an alcoholic and all the other stuff. Mm. Like a self-fulfilling prophecy with like a snowball effect attached. Once you're in, you're just kind of stuck. You are. Yeah. And, and then, you know, what do you do with that? Right. So, mm. and you know, I, I love, I love how we just started recording and went with this. I've never done that before. Usually it's like, Hey, we're going to get on this and go. I just love how we just went right to it. Um, one of the questions I have to ask you though, uh, which is yeah. a staple on my show um, is, so I go by the seven, two mindset investor. Okay? Yeah. Why the seven, two is important is the seven, two is the worst possible hand in poker. Okay. Um, in, so in, when you play poker, you get a seven, two, you're going to want mm -hmm. to fold that hand. Yeah. The chance of winning on a hand is, is very unlikely. But in yeah. life, we can't control the hands you're dealt. You can't control the hands you're dealt, but you can control how you play that hand. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to talk about, share about a 7-2 moment for you. And that's, Dude, my whole life. My life. whole life is a 7-2 moment, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, like, honestly, like, yeah. So I have a ton of 7-2 moments, bro. What is one that really you remember that moment? If you were, if you were to connect the dots backwards, as Steve Jobs says, mm. it was that seven two moment that changed everything for you. Mm. Probably my parents splitting up. Okay. Okay. And and how did you turn that? how did you or did you not turn that into a massive opportunity or loss with trajectory i mean i'm i'm still trying to kind of navigate it to be honest um the thing is like yeah i'm, I'm still trying to figure it out to be honest that's why i mean like my life has kind of been one big seven two moment right there's a lot of things that'll kind of happen where i'm like I'll do something or the intention will be good, but then it just kind of implodes. Right. And now I'm yeah. left trying to pick up the pieces. Right. So that's kind of similar here, right? Like uh, before they split, I was pretty much 
like I, I grew up in a house where I was told like, okay, we built this, we're going to groom you now so you can run this. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that whole fight happened. And now I'm left like with nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't have a job anymore. My parents aren't like together. And then my siblings are all gone. Like I have two younger siblings too. Right. right. My older sister was married at this point. So I wasn't too worried about her, but yeah. like, my younger brother, like what's going to happen with him now, my younger sister was going to happen with him. Like I was still a young guy. Right. So I was like in my early to mid twenties. Right. So like, I wasn't able to go out and hang out with my friends. And I'm thinking like, Oh, well I can't be doing this. Cause now I have to put the right example for everybody following me. Right. Right. Um, but now I think, so this is what I mean by like, it's turning into kind of a, a blessing because it's made me a lot stronger as a person, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, in terms of mindset and then in terms of like being more empathetic towards people, there's, there's a lot of like, the way I look at things and like life really, just because of all like the weird kind of unique things that have happened, I, I, I try to look at life from both sides of the coin, right? Like, right. so if somebody does something bad to me, I'm looking like, okay, cool. Like, that's on you. You did this. Like, why did you do that though? Right. And now I'm more so trying to figure out the behind the scenes. So I don't take it. I'm trying to take things less personally. Yeah. Yeah. You know? For sure. No. And, and, and it's, 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 it's a journey, right? And you don't, we don't get the answers right away and the answers will change depending on the season of our life. Um, what I've, the way I look at it now is I, 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 I put a price on everything. So if I have a JV that's gone bad and mm-hmm. I know they fucked me over, mm-hmm. I can either go and go the legal route and try to do something just out of principle saying, ha ha, you, you know, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Or I could just, or I could just wash my hands with it. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. they know, but that JV partner has just put a price on there to sever our relationship. So for example, if I have a JV partner, it says, oh yeah, we're not going to tell Mark this. We're going to keep $20,000 extra. Okay. I'm not an idiot. I know. Yeah. But for my yeah. side, if my, my time is too valuable to go chase that $20,000. Mm. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Enjoy it. Because if you would have stuck beside me, you I would carry you on my fucking back and take you across that finish line. And at $20,000 is actually worth $2 million. So yeah. enjoy your $20,000, motherfucker. Yes. Yes. 100% man. And that's, this, and that's so what you just said is something it's taken me like 28 years to figure out. Yeah. Right. Literally, I'm always thinking like along the other lines of like, oh, well, I must have done something. Like, why did this person screw me out of this or like X, Y, Z thing, you know, or like going to the whole other extreme of like, oh, you think you're going to fuck with me, bro? Like I'm about to teach you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, though, it's more so kind of what you're saying, you know, I'm just kind of like, well, it's your loss, dude. You know, had you listened or stuck with me, I would have helped you become a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. Yeah. But go on your own, do it as you wish. You know, uh, again, it's my time. And do I go chase my time on mm-hmm. something that's, uh, uh, that's their own character. Right. So it's like, um, you know, knowledge will give you power. Right. I think this is a, a Jim quick knowledge will give you power. Character will give you respect mm-hmm. character, man. And when people lack that, that's the price. Yeah. It's like, hey, here, I'll bring my checkbook. You write down the price to how you want to fuck me. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you now, I'm not, yeah, let's do it, right? So I've had people, but that's okay. Because I look at that, and this is not to come as a victim and saying, poor me, I do not care. I actually feel sorry for them. Because mm-hmm. they've walked away from something massive. Mm. 
And but then doesn't it pull kind of at you in the inside and you're like, oh, well, I could have helped this person. No, you know what? Before you can help someone, they got to learn how to help themselves first. Mm. And if they're going to be like that, you know, it's, and you know, it'd be, I'd be, I'd be a hypocrite to say, oh, it doesn't bother me. No, I take it personally, mm. but I have to remind myself that, Hey, take it personally, but they wrote themselves that check. True. Yeah. They, they made the decision. They made, they made the decision. Not, not I, right. Mm. Like I have other people. Yeah. I have other people in my circle. Yeah. Um, and it's a polar opposite. It's a polar opposite. And it's like, Hey, you know what? Like it just, just again, intentionality. And that's what I tell people is be intentional with your time, be intentional with your motives, be intentional with anything, with anything. Um, why, why did I create a podcast? Why do I create this content? Um, it's because when I'm told that I'm inspiring people, I want to 10 X that I want a hundred exit. When that's the first thing. The second thing is people say, plus hey, it's good energy you're putting out, right? Yeah, for sure. It's good energy for sure. The other thing as well is selfishly speaking, this is my therapy. Mm. I went through hell and back. So for me to speak out of my soul, that's why like there's other people that will, will say something just to get like the clicks. Yeah. I'm like, dude, for the clout. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is how I am. So I can't mm. change the story because there is no story. It's the same one. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and the other, th the other aspect of that is, is uh, the very people, and I look back at some of the agreements I made, whether it be real estate or other 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 things, where you know people wrote that check. That was a reflection of their own character and a reflection of, of their own narrow mindedness. Um, mm. And they these individuals needed mentorship more than anybody. And I'm just happy I I figured it out before that. Um, and that's why when people say, "Well, isn't that enough?" Hell no. I mean, I, I, I got a lot to spend still to get to that million dollar mark. Mm. Yeah, because I, you're, you're ultimately trying to make the world a better place. At least that's kind of what I gather. That's exactly what it is. That's mm. exactly what it is. Um, so, I mean, and the nice thing is, is like, you don't know, like this for me, I, I see this as a gift. God, like God, a bigger power, doesn't matter. Whatever people believe in. Has yeah. put me here, and I have a gift to share. Yeah. There's some one person out there that's saying, holy shit, this guy has just said something that has changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. Um, I've actually had people send me messages and saying, because of your podcast, we quit smoking. I'm like, I didn't even talk about smoking. Where did that come from? Mm. Um, and so it just, it just the momentum. And when I, when I see yeah. that. I mean, that's true for me too, dude. After our podcast session, I cut a whole bunch of shit out. Okay. That's awesome. Happy to hear no. that. Yeah. Happy to hear that. That that's awesome, man. And um, so, and this this is the thing. Like, in a, I shared this on your podcast. Um, and that's why I call myself the mindset investor. I'm not. The vehicle is real estate. I I have, I have other businesses I'm working on building, but all of those are simple vehicles or seasons. Mm. What I am investing in is my mindset. Because you are the driver. Because I'm the driver because people, it's, it's amazing. And how many times this happened to humans, sir? You got someone, oh, there's a property there. Okay, what's the ROI? If I put this much money, what's the ROI? And it's like, they want to control that or whatever it is. It's like, no one can control ROI on anything. We can hit, be hit with COVID 22 net tomorrow. 
and Justin Trudeau can go bald because of because of the water, whatever. Everybody's freaking out. No one knows yeah. what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. The only ROI we have control over mm-hmm. is the ROI that's coming of how much we invest in our head. If I take, if I read a book, and I don't do nothing with that book, that ROI mm-hmm. is loss of time. True. If I take what's inside here in that book, put it in here, and put it to use right away. My ROI has gone up a million percent. Mm. Infinity percent. The implementation is what actually brings the actual ROI. That's right. Mm. That's I right. I got you. And so that's what I tell people is like, hey, why should I invest in you if you're not investing in yourself? Mm. You just cut yeah. a check. You just got a. You've just cut a check saying, hey, this is what our pers- our relationship is worth. That's okay. That's okay. I see that as a charity check. Yeah. Well, kind of like segueing from here, like this whole notion of like, well, if you don't invest in yourself, right? So what I like a lot of people like uh, I hear this crap from like, oh, well, I don't have the money to do this or I don't have X, Y, Z thing, right? So this is kind of why like this year now, a lot of the focus has been shifted, right? So before I was doing a lot of stuff like it was more so like I need to build the brand. I need to have influence, right? I need to be that guy. Now it's more so about impact, right? So for me, I'm more so focused on kind of the free content, giving people the information they need to kind of make these decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So um, like speaking at a nonprofit, for example, or like going to a school, kind of going around like like neighborhoods where like this information isn't taught, right? Most people don't learn about financial literacy like at yeah. school or ever, Uh, I've been blessed that like my father taught me this from like day one right and then I have other people who came into my life like Stefan etc who are also like this is like how you make money this is what you do right Right. Uh, so now I kind of am of the point like okay well I'm gonna be the proxy for this information okay Mm -hmm. I'm gonna teach all these people now they have the, the freedom to decide okay you want to be in real estate you want to be in stocks you want to be in sales you want to be a hippie, do whatever the hell you want. Right. Mm-hmm. But let me give you at least foundational knowledge so you can go and understand now why people are spending thousands of dollars on books, courses, coaching, mentors. Yep. Right. So, Absolutely. cause I think a lot of people are scared. Like you see a bill, $70,000 for six months, $10,000 for a phone call. Right. People are like, why would I spend that? Right. So it's like, I've gone through it. I've spent the money. This is what I got out of it, right? I didn't have to do that. I had a mentor. I like my father already did this. I didn't need to go through all this, right? I did yeah. this all just to see what's there. And I'm still saying it's worth it. So there must be some value there, right? Yeah. And I, and I think there's a misconception out there and it's a, a one's own scarcity mindset, which is you enter, you pay this kind of money, you go in a room and people are expecting the fish. Yeah. No. You should get, you get one good nugget and that's it. It's worth it. Right? Yeah. I, I, I say, you know what? You go in there and you're going to, you have to, you're going to be taught how to fish. The rest is up to you. Exactly. The rest is up to you. Right. And the other thing is this, this is an exercise I tell people too. And if they're questioning about mentorship and I understand, Hey, I understand people are in tough spots and it's tough. to. So what are you doing about that? Are you, mm-hmm. what are you reading? Maybe start with that. Mm-hmm. What, did, what type of podcast are you listening to? Get mm-hmm. the juices going. Um, YouTube Academy, man. You can learn everything on YouTube and Google these days. Absolutely. So, I t- so here's the, here's the audit I tell people: do an Amazon audit. What is that? An Amazon audit is basically looking at what you're most passionate about. Go to Amazon and look at your last ten purchases on Amazon. 
I can do someone's audit for you. Just give me your Amazon account. I'll see. And I can tell you what you're passionate, what you're passionate about. If you're oh. passionate about self-development and personal development, and I see no fucking books on there. You are not passionate about personal development. True. I got you. But what about people who don't use Amazon? Anything. What are people doing? Right. People mm. say my life sucks, mm. but yet they're at the liquor store or they're, um, they say they have mm. no money, but yet they're putting a credit card, uh, sorry, putting a tele TV on a credit card. Mm. And you have or no money. Right? They're saying they got to get out of this thing. Mm. Right? And I get, I get it. There's people that I, I get it. I was there, mm -hmm. but I was on my freaking knees. And for me to get into a mentorship group, I basically squeezed blood out of credit cards mm. because I said every fucking thing I tried in the past isn't working. So there's a common denominator here. It's me. Mm. <laughs> it's me. And so, and, 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 and of course, being from a cultural descent and so forth, and as soon as you start saying, Hey, I'm going to take money. I'm going to put it towards, you know, coaching or mentorship. Oh, everybody thinks it's a scam. Well, they don't think it's a scam. I said, what? You went to university. You already have all the education you need. Yeah. Like, true. True. Right. And they don't see it that way. Right. Or just go buy the property. Why do you need the coaching? Or culturally you're born of this ethnicity. So you're either an IT specialist or you're a doctor or you're a dentist or you're bringing engineer. shame on the family, right? You forgot engineers. Engineers too, right? Um, so, hell no, mom. I'm a YouTuber, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the times are changing though, right? Yes. Like, even for like, uh, like me growing up, like, yeah, like I heard it all the time. Like, you have to be a doctor. You have to be a lawyer. And then I got to grade 12. I didn't tell my parents. I dropped all my science courses. Yeah. Then comes time for university. Oh, what's ha what happened? You're not a science lawyer. I'm sorry. Yep. You know? absolutely now though like you're seeing like all these new kind of jobs being created right like youtube is a career you could be a twitch streamer you could be a professional video game player like these things didn't exist five years ago ten years ago right mm -hmm. <clears throat> see the thing is <clears throat> and we know i mean i'm not going to get into the whole debate about the school system and what's right what's wrong mm. but if there's anything if there's any if there's one thing I wish they would change in a school system, it would be the narrative of this is a subject you need to be, to get a good job to this is what you need to do to make impact. This is what you need to do be, to be indispensable to the world. Mm. You don't have to change anything else, but basically taking whatever that curriculum is mm. and saying you need this for a job or a good job or to whatever, but use this, learn this calculus, and turn this into an impact. How can you impact people learning about calculus? Mm. And the reason I don't know anything about calculus today is because no one taught me how I could take calculus and change the world. Impact in the world, change the world. And the reason that is because the same math teacher didn't know how to take that calculus and put an impact mm -hmm. on it. All they were doing was teaching a curriculum and that's it. Yeah. And it's the same information just passed on and on again. Yeah. And I think Rich Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad says that too. If you want to know who the best financial uh, person is, mm -hmm. if you're interviewing like a financial uh, representative, handling your stocks and that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. ask them to see their, their portfolio and how their portfolio is doing for the last 10 years. Yeah. And mo most, if not all, will not. Yeah. So Well, that's the thing. A lot of people talk the talk, but they're not actually walking the walk, right? Absolutely. And, this and I think that's easier nowadays 
than ever before. Like, yeah. It's so easy to like put on this facade and pretend to be something that you're not. Sure. Uh, and I think it's just widely like become acceptable now where people just think like, oh, well, if I, you do, you have to do it that way. You have to fake it till you make it. Like that's the only way to like build and grow a brand. Right. And like, mm -hmm. that's kind of now I'm trying to challenge that whole notion of you don't have to do that. Like, um, if you start grassroots, you'll have more of an impact in your community and by just nature of helping the community, people will know you. You hit something really interesting. Fake it till you make it. I completely despise that statement. It mm -hmm. makes me sick because I faked it until I almost died. Yeah. I yes. faked it for, you know what? I faked it. I wasn't myself. I was every, I was a freaking chameleon throughout mm -hmm. the day because I'd be adapting to the room I was in and I would change the color that I was. I would change my personality. I change all that so I can get love and feel welcome in a room. Mm -hmm. I would, so, and like the, the messed up part about all that is like, so I was doing the same thing, but in my mind, I'm like, Oh, I'm slick as fuck. Like people yeah. don't even know, like I'm out here, like everybody's like, and then at the end of the day, when you actually like take account of what you've done, it's like, well, shit, this didn't benefit me at all. If anything, right. it's put me behind. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So man, this is, this has been great, man. Um, I'm going to ask you one more question before we shut this down, because I can't yeah, wait. For sure. for this, this is, this has been absolute gold, man. It's been definitely worth the wait. It's been an honor. The tombstone question. Okay. So the tombstone question is a question I ask all, all my guests, um, which is the day we meet the maker, mm. we can't decide what's going to be put in our tombstone. Someone else will. Mm -hmm. What will be written on your tombstone? I don't want a tombstone. We want a billboard. <laughs> no, see, this is this is kind of what I mean by more impact, less influence, right? Um, for me, it doesn't really matter. Like once I'm dead, I'm dead, right? So for me, it doesn't matter what's on the tombstone. For me, what's more important is like, let's say I pass away tomorrow, right? Uh, if I was a bad person to people, nobody's gonna show up. If I helped thousands of people's lives, and like people hear that I've passed, right? There'd be, a, that's kind of what I'm going more towards. Like, right. I'd rather there be a whole group of people being like, oh shit, like this guy actually like changed our lives and people come together and kind of have like a tribute, you know? Absolutely. Um, kind of like when Stefan passed, to be honest, like so many people uh, had nothing but like amazing things to say about this mm -hmm. guy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of more so what I, what I put the value behind. I don't really care for like a tombstone or what it'll, I guess actually the answer to that question would be that I changed people's lives or I helped them change their lives. And, right? and, and your tombstone it, from a, from a symbolic standpoint is going to be the number of people you touch that are going to be there or say, yeah, bingo and keep your legacy going. Um, I had this question uh, to one of my mentors is, is uh, Matt McKeever. Um, godfather of youtube real estate videos in canada and i asked him the same question and he said um we die two deaths the first one is when we physically die and the second death is when the last time our name is said mm. which was just absolutely powerful he's a man of few words but when he drops shit like that you're like wow yeah so, yeah that, that that pretty much encapsulates exactly what i'm thinking yeah. And that's legacy, right? Yeah. Uh, that is legacy. And it just comes down to 
it's not what you take with you. It's what you leave behind. Yeah. 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 Well, even like outside of that, like, like majority of the last, I want to say eight or so years. Right. Uh, actually even more than that, like my mom, since like day one has always been very, very much involved in the community, doing community service. Uh, she's part of this thing called Sakina homes. Now I'm not sure if you know about that. They're out of Toronto, but they help, um, with like new immigrants, refugees, uh, Muslim women who are feeling abusive relationships, this kind of stuff, right? Uh, my father started something called I Am Pakistan. It was like a foundation to raise money to end the water crisis that's gonna happen because they're gonna run out of water there eventually, right? Uh, outside of that, like the majority of stuff he's spent the last few years doing has been like providing affordable housing and like temporary shelter to people in need, right? So my whole mindset was it was very much fake it till you make it right. I was trying to portray myself. Oh, I'm like Grant Cardone. This is what I'm doing. And like kind of keeping all this shit on the side in the back. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't I don't do anything like that. Now, though, I'm realizing like to actually like accomplish something in your life of value, you have to do it the other way. You can't sure. do it this way of just trying to like this is what it is and like just no real like substance if you will you know right absolutely no man i appreciate sharing that man um what's your house how can people get a hold of you uh the best way to get a hold of me right now would be instagram at manzur sayed underscore uh we're gonna we have the website being built out right now so eventually there'll be functionality in there like you can book me to come speak in an event you can book me for nice. a podcast book a consultation call etc right but kind of, so like people can reach out to me, yes, but I'm kind of taking a step back from the whole coaching, mentoring type of role, really. Like I'm gonna, wor I'm working with a few nonprofits now where I'm gonna go and give a few lectures about this, but it's more so like, I don't want people to just kind of like hit me up looking for like X, Y, Z question, right? Like the information is out there. You can go and learn it. If yeah. you get stuck and like, you really feel like, Hey, what do I do about this? Or like, if you just want to have a conversation and connect with me, that's a whole different thing. Right. But like for people who like, this was happening a lot, I was getting just hit up by people that asked me questions or like, I'll do like an hour long phone call with them. Nothing really comes of it. And it was just a lot of time wasters right or people like i would give like a blueprint or a plan to and then they wouldn't do anything with it yeah so in terms of that when we relaunch it it'll be as like a consultation and then people will have to paid for my time type of thing right um just like if somebody just wants to hang out grab a coffee though that's a whole different thing yeah hit me up on ig i'll reply we'll go get a coffee you know awesome that's awesome no that's cool man yeah don't waste this man's toothpaste there yeah, you go man. i'm trying <laughs> i'm trying to change the world you know yeah no i love Where it more impact, less influence. There you go, man. I love that. Dude, this has been amazing, man. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, I can't wait. Really yeah, I hope, uh, I hope I wasn't too all over the place. No, this is good, man. I love this. This is my, 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 my vision for this podcast was just like this. I'm blessed that I can have a conversation with you. This is virtually, of course. Um, but why not share this? Why not have the rest of the world have the listen to the same mm -hmm. conversation as if they're at the same table? This is this is like seven two clubhouse right here. Um, yeah, we can hang out. You Are can you on Clubhouse? I'm not on Clubhouse because I use an Android. 
Oh, it's iPhone only. Eh? iPhone only, right? So, but this okay. is my version of it, which is if I'm having a conversation with you, I'm going to share this as a gift to people that, that listen to my content mm -hmm. because I believe they deserve to hear it. They deserve to. So hear let it. me do one thing for all of your viewers, right? Yeah. I know I had said I wouldn't do any more consulting for free on the side. Anyone who messages me saying they came from this podcast, they get a free hour of my time. No problem. Oh, wow, man. That's very kind of you. Thank you so much. So I, does that count for me too? Yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> awesome, man. No, I appreciate that, man. No, I, you know what? It's, um, I, we can ship out as much as we want. What people do is, they, and I put this post on Instagram the other day. I'm surprised I didn't get any hate mail from it. People have to stop saying they need to be motivated. There's so much motivating shit out there. It's over. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's people are becoming numb to it. Yeah. There's more motiv motivation. Doesn't fucking do nothing. Action cures all. Mm. So when someone says to me, your what stuff is motivating, they send me a message. Your stuff's so motivating. Great. What did you do about it? Well, I'm still analyzing deals. It's like, dude, you just wasted my mess. You just wasted my time by looking. I got all, you got, I got all inspired that you got in motivated. Yeah. But I was hoping you would say I put two offers in. Well, so let me ask you this. Would you think then that comes down to more so their belief in themselves? They don't believe they're capable to get the deal, which is why they don't put the offer in. Oh, absolutely. Is what it comes down to. What it comes down to is it when people are stuck like that, analysis paralysis is because they're trying to make this romantic. They're trying to romanticize a deal. It's not perfection. It's progress. Mm. It's progress. When I, and when I invest in the stock market, do all my stocks all hit jackpot? No, I take hits, but I get better from the hits. Mm. My real estate business, I've taken losses. Have my investors lost? No. I make sure they're all taken care of and taken care of really well. Mm. But I learned from that. My best successes have been from my failures. Um, mm. So, and those people that keep on are, are, are stuck Let's on- Let's pause here for a second, actually. I want to ask you something about this whole, what you're talking about, about learning business and this stuff, right? You made a post earlier today on your Instagram uh, about you don't learn business from a business professor. You learn it from a business owner, Right. Uh, I think that's kind of like what you're hitting on with all of this, right? So that post, I, to full disclosure, I didn't see it because my media team did it. Okay, fair but, enough. But, well, but that's how you know they're, they're doing, doing they're doing work, right? They're doing work, right? But the thing is about that is so important is is, is just that. And I think when people are stuck and and if people are stuck in a rut with their inability to make decisions, it's very obvious what's missing for them. It's confidence. So how do you fix confidence? Confidence is fixed by taking action. People, why don't people take action? Because they don't have someone kicking their ass to take action. If I have someone right here saying, put an offer on this deal and there's a freaking chihuahua barking at, they're not going to do it. If I have a Rottweiler that's going to say, put this deal or they're going to rip a big chunk of your jugular right now, they're going to write that up. Yeah, so people, that deal. people bitch out and they need accountability. They need mentors. Mm. Yeah, they need somebody to kick them in the ass. They need someone to kick them in the ass. I mean, true. I mean, I, I'm included in that. If I didn't have my dad hounding me all day, every day, I probably wouldn't be having half as much the knowledge I do about real estate, right? Sure. Here's, 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 here in closing, I'll put this as an analogy, okay? Yeah. So there's Planet Fitness. Okay. Okay, a gym, the purple gym. Okay. okay. I think it's called Planet Fitness. Okay. So everything's purple and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I believe they've taken away all squat racks. They actually have this 
this noise device that if you reach a certain decibel, mm-hmm. it will actually kick you out of the gym. Okay. So what do you no, mean? Like if no, you're like grunting or something? If you're grunting, if you're dropping weight, yeah, like swinging weight, yeah. Okay. They also offer once a week free pizza night at a freaking gym. This is a gym. This is a gym. <laughs> I've seen I, when I lived in the states, they would have bagels out there for people. So they go work out. They yeah. freaking, they went. They burnt maybe maybe hundred calories because you're busy socializing. Yeah. And then they leave with four hundred calories. Yeah. In your head. <laughs> Okay. So you have oh, that. Geez. You have that. But why do people sign up to go there? Because it makes them feel good and there's no accountability. Mm. Because they're hearing what they want to hear and they're seeing what they want to see. That's it. They don't want to hear people banging and grunting because for them, that means people are working hard. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're disturbing their workout, it's that they're intimidated by it. Or maybe it's a self reflection on themselves. Yeah, what discomfort. Versus going to Ron Coleman or Dorian Yates dungeon in their basement and there's chalk everywhere and loud music and stuff are going, but these motherfuckers are ripped. They're there. This is like, they're ready to go. Mm, they're in the jungle there. It's the environment. Mm. It's the environment. So when people get stuck with that, they have a choice, power of choice, choose to be in which environment you want to be in. That's what the result so nature versus nurture. You got it, man. Mm, shit. You got it. Damn. Damn, dude. Cool, I agree. Man. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to let you wrap this up, though. I'm sure you got other things to do. We've been going for what now? Oh, for man. We've been going this for a while. Yeah, this is an hour. Great, man. So it's thanks again, fun, brother. Man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, I look forward to seeing this come out. Um, yeah, feel free. Send me whatever you have, and I'll be sure to post it sure. on my side also. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%, man. We'll do that. Uh, this has been epic. So thanks again, man. So when you come down to Ottawa? Uh, yeah, no, I need to get out to Ottawa soon. Uh, I keep on saying that, but I will definitely hit you up, man. Yeah, man. Come through. You, me, Rasna, will go out for some Tosa. Oh, man. Love that. You know, I've never met Rasna personally yet, but uh, okay. well, that's on your bucket list. Love it, man. 100%. Sounds good, man. Cheers. This was Take great. Care. Thanks for having me.